0: Good morning. You are listening to Capital Chat on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me in the studio now from Catholic Community Services, I have Erin walker Tolus and Denny Darby. How are you both doing this morning?
1: Fine. Fantastic.
0: Well, that's good. I'm, I, I'm ashamed I couldn't give you nicer weather. I I have a, t- a tact for being able to give people nice weather if they want it for a later event, but not the day of. <laughs>
2: Listen was not that... We're not going to talk about the kind of events that are outside and need good weather, so
0: we're okay. okay. Okay, well, that's fair. So I understand that you wanted to talk to me today in relation to Alzheimer's and dementia. And that, I believe, Denny, is you, what you want to talk to me about today primarily. And Aaron is going to talk to me about a couple other things later into the segment.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, I guess with relation to Catholic Community Services, are. Our uh, awareness of dementia and Alzheimer's is, is uh, we have a facility called the uh, Bridge Adult Day Center. And so this is an incredible opportunity for people with uh, various disabilities, but mainly dementia and Alzheimer's to uh, come and spend the day or any part of the day uh Um, With social activities. There's uh, a lunch provided by Meals on Wheels. We have terrific people. It is the most uninstitutionalized uh, day center. It's just a big home with lovely views. Very homey. Um, So Alzheimer's and dementia, a lot of people get these terms confused in that Alzheimer's is a type of dementia. There are several types of dementia. Um, As far as Alzheimer's go, that's about 60 to 70% of the types of dementia, but there are people that suffer suffer from things like vascular dementia, which they get from like having a stroke or when blood cells or uh, cells in your brain die. Um, and then different diseases like Huntington's and Parkinson's disease also um, present with a particular form of dementia. So. In the United States, dementia, there's about 6.5 million people living with Alzheimer's particularly, and most of the people are uh, 70 years and and up with with Alzheimer's. However, there is early onset Alzheimer's, which accounts for about 10% of people with Alzheimer's, and dementia, too, is an interesting thing, and that younger and younger people are getting dementia, so one of the things uh, scientists are looking at is... uh, Um, how is our environment affecting dementia and toxicity in people so um, it is a problem Um, I also am a family caregiver support advocate and I help administer a grant where we help people caregivers care for elders that uh, they could be related to or uh, live next door to the one thing about dementia is that Um, the biggest burden although the people that have dementia is extremely difficult for them our concern uh, is also with the caregivers and so it's really um, an issue of support um, in the family and in the community to try to help caregivers and that's what Catholic Community Services tries to do.
0: Okay and it's interesting to hear you mention you know the the work that you know, the stress that can be put on the caregivers. Uh, I'm sure I've mentioned on um, air before, but I largely grew up within uh, Providence Extended Care, which is a medical facility up in Anchorage, and that also had Alzheimer's and dementia patients as well. And so I remember growing up kind of in that environment and kind of seeing it, you know, from a, as a, from a, at a young age, I've always kind of been able to see that aspect of it. And then I also had my, my great grandfather who passed away largely before I could remember, but he also had Alzheimer's. So it's definitely one of the things I'm, I would say, within the medical world or maybe a bit more in the loop on, but I do think it's interesting that you mentioned that they are actually, I guess you could say the same root condition, I guess, is the word I'm looking for, but there's different variations there.
1: I would say that dementia is an umbrella word, and there's different types of dementia and Alzheimer's that fall under that umbrella of dementia, yeah.
0: Okay. And so, what are some of the things that CCS is doing with this?
1: Well, we have the grant, um, the Family Caregiver Support Grant, and which I mentioned, that we provide respite care for caregivers, so, uh, a break, because caregiving uh, for people with dementia, some of the symptoms with dementia are that uh, many people start to do what they call sundowning, and that means they become very active in the early evening into late evening. So if a caregiver's been looking after that person all day long, and then they get active at night and the caregiver can't sleep. That's when caregivers really start to fall apart because they're not getting enough sleep. And so then their own activities, uh, they're not eating right, they're not exercising. So we provide a grant that gives that caregiver uh, some respite maybe even two hours a few times a week just to go out and shop maybe a lot of people that drop their uh, people off at the bridge they go home and sleep because th- that's the only time that they've ever been able to do that so that's the kind of service
0: okay and and how long has that been going on for that's another question that i would be curious about
1: with dementia
0: uh, with the bridge
2: oh gosh quite before my time so it's been probably at least 15 years okay mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're the only uh, adult day center in Juneau. Um, it's definitely a service that's deeply needed, and you know, during the pandemic, um, you know, we of course every all seniors were sheltering in place. Um, honestly, the caregivers um, got a hold of us within the first month, the first six weeks, and said, "When are you going to reopen?" Um, basically, the consensus of the caregivers was that they felt the risk; they saw their loved one declining very quickly. The activity, the you know, the structured activity, the st- stimulation, Um, we have exercise class. I mean, there's so much to do. It really keeps, helps folks maintain what they have. And when folks were isolated at home, they saw a steep and dramatic, uh, frightening decline in their loved one's ability to function. And they came back and said, what are you going to reopen? Because honestly, we're more scared of them not getting this service than we are of COVID. So we actually, it was the first service we reopened as a congregate service. Two and a half months in, we did pod programming. So just, you, you, you stayed with the same small group of people, we rotated people in and out, because the service was so critical to maintaining and not having a huge in and just sort of crash, decline of that person's abilities.
0: Okay. And so, because you've mentioned activities, what kind of activities would you do for that? Like, What kind of activities would you do with them?
1: Well, when the first time um, people come in, and uh, first of all, their temperatures taken to make sure everything's safe? Um, uh, we They have all kinds of interesting like card games and um, they, there's a lot of socialization that goes on. There's, we love to play, we started calling it, you know, that old game that we grew up with, Hangman, but one of the participants found that a little crass, so we changed it to something else. But that helps promote, like we put, uh, we think of a word and then we put like, uh, people guess the, the, the letters and so people have to think. Then we do exercises, stretching, we do walking. Um, We have twice a week, like today from 11 to 12, um, there will be somebody, Jackie, I can't remember her last Mm -hmm. name, but she comes in, plays beautiful music. And then Wednesdays, uh, Tom Loker comes in um, after lunch and he plays and uh, a couple weeks ago, he brought some singers and it was just a wonderful time. Um, you know it, the one thing that's awesome um, and there's art projects is the people at the bridge really zero in on each individual and their individual interests for instance my brother goes to the bridge and so they know that he loves baseball and so they'll do things like we baseball with him and different things um, so the that's the again the, the beautiful thing about the bridge is that it's very individualized it, it's not One, uh, this is what we're going to do. And the participants have to um, kind of go along with that. It gets more individualized to each person. So, and people feel, I mean, you'll have people there that just, I love coming to the bridge. They'll say, this is the best time. And um, for them, it's wonderful. For their caregivers, it's absolutely necessary.
0: Gotcha. Now we are getting close to the end of the segment. So Aaron, I know you wanted to mention a couple of things before we wrap up.
2: Yeah. Um, it's. I'm just really wanting to put a plug out there. Our Juno Senior Center is open. Um, lunch is served around noon and it's open to anybody 60 or older free of charge. You just need to uh, call for a reservation so we know how many meals to make. 463-6175. We still have Meals on Wheels and we also have a takeout option for folks who are able to get out of the house. House, but uh, maybe aren't ready to come into the center quite yet we have a takeaway option but what's really exciting is we're starting to get activities going um, thanks to our partnership with United Way and AmeriCorps we now have we're having an eight week summer yoga workshop and so every Wednesday at 10 30 come on down to the senior center and we're gonna have some, some gentle yoga mild impact chair based so it's specifically for seniors to come in and do some yoga once a week and of course we'd love if folks would just stay for lunch afterwards and hang out um, again uh, please make reservations so we know how many chairs to put out four six three six one seven five and thanks to united way and americorps for making that possible
0: all righty and then doing actually real quick before we wrap up the segment if someone had a had a loved one they wanted to take to the bridge what would they have to do
1: well that's a really good question you just call um four six three 6177, and that would put you through to me, um, and then I would refer you to the coordinator of the bridge. Uh, it's in um, a person gets three free visits, so they can come in and take a look around, and then uh, it is on a sliding scale based on income. But one thing I really want to plug in there is we need people at the bridge, and the bridge is like an incredibly important uh, facility for the city, and we're having a real hard time finding people, and we had to actually close on Fridays because the bridge was so so short-staffed. So if you have a desire out there to work with these incredible people, please call. Uh, I don't think that you will regret it.
0: And then what is the number they could call? 907-463-6177. All right. Well, Aaron and Jenny, thank you both for taking the time to come on to Capital Chat with me this morning. I think that's a lot of important information for folks to know.
1: You are listening to Capital Chat on KINY.